Good morning, everybody, and welcome uh, to another episode of the Geese and Brothers podcast. I think this is this will be episode three, uh, which we this is this is take two. We tried shooting it last week, and our uh, mic receiver died on us. So the last couple minutes were audio free, so we just get another shot at practicing. So anyway, uh, today we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, people pleasing and the negative effects that that it can have on your business. Because, you know, that's something that both of us have been dealing with. And, I mean, even even still today, I, I struggle with it. Uh, I've gotten a lot better, and that's all we can all shoot to do is, is get better every day. But um, I know, for me, it's been a huge problem uh, in the past. And, and I lost a lot of money and caused a lot of hurt and heartache in my, you know, personal relationships with my family, um, you know, specifically my wife. Because I, I would put other people ahead of our needs, other people's needs ahead of our needs, and there was never any monetary gain or honestly any gain at all besides the fact that uh, you know they were happy at the end of it. So uh, I guess we'll share a couple of stories, see what uh, you know if you've got anything that comes to mind that you can talk about. Well, when you said uh, you know you lost a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah. I know I don't have a dollar amount, but I know last year, um, I I probably lost over half a million. And when I mean that in my industry, there's a lot of times people call me just for a uh, you know an additional follow up, making sure they're doing the right step for their client because they don't want to risk two, three hundred thousand on their client's time, right? They'll reach out to me, and instead of me charging for my knowledge in the beginning, I would just give the knowledge up for free and assume, out of the kindness of my heart, that they would repay it. Yeah. And their repaying was always just a thank you, <laughs> and they took fifteen, twenty thousand commission. And it was like, okay, where do I draw the line to where I'm helping everyone else become rich and become wealthy, and I am now suffering and could have been up an extra blank amount, which and at the end of the day, you can't, you, you can never, you know, give back the, your family the time that you spent working. Yeah. Right. But when there's enough, when there's a big enough payout, it's usually you can sit there and go, it's worth giving up the time because there's the payout to where I can get blank amount of time back in the future because I made the money. Yep. But when you don't see a sizable return there yeah. in any sense of your time and all you do is just work more mm-hmm. because you have to then cover down on your own work after helping them, yep, whew, it makes it, yeah. you, you dig yourself very deep. Right. Um, yeah, so I know that wasn't a story, but I wanted to hit on that first before I, I kind of... Well, that's, no, that's, a good, that's a good point because you know, that's something that anybody that is looking to start a business or already in business may be struggling with. And, and like you said, when do you, when do you stop giving away things for free and start charging for them? Yeah. And for, for me, what I've realized is if I can make money with the knowledge, it needs to be charged. And that's as simple as what I've came is if I can make anyone a sizable amount of income, I need to charge for it because anything free, people lose the value of. So there's a saying, you don't uh, 
never do anything you're good at for free, right? Which is the reason all of us get into business in the first place is because we want to make money doing the things that we love. So if we're good at it, you know, why, why shouldn't we be charging? Uh, and when you first start out in business, it's tough because you want people to know that you're good at what you do and you want people to be happy so that they recommend you to other people. Uh, and at first that may be just clients, but where it really starts to you know hit home is, is when family members start asking for things, your friends, which at the end of the day, um, something that I've learned over the past couple of years is your friends, if they're asking for you to do something for them for free, uh, and I mean like completely free, I do. I still do stuff to this day where I trade things off. Right? Oh, a, so, a, a trade for skills is something different. Like right. you and I help each other out all the time, but if you come over and you patch a hole in my wall, I'm going to return the favor and do some welding for you. Exactly. So that's that's the thing is is doing doing stuff for free, completely free, meaning there's no trades because family and friends obviously. My opinion and my recommendation is to stay away from working from most of those people uh, unless it's, you know, uh, unless you are in agreement and you go into it expecting not to be paid, right? Yes. You're just doing it as a favor to help them. But then you got to draw the line somewhere because you can't do everything for free. You can't, which, yeah. which is what I've done to myself over the past couple of years is every time a family or friend asks for something, uh, I'll drop everything and go go do it. You know what I mean? And take away time from my wife and and you know now I have a daughter and it's it's not sustainable when you're trying to grow a business and provide for your family. So so keep that in mind. Um, but you know, first of all, the other thing was charging. So when do you start charging? Yeah, because I mean, I, I'll give you a, a flip side. Like literally tomorrow, I'm gonna go teach. PowerPoint for IULs to four executives for free. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I'm going to go do it is because it unlocks the ability to train 700 individuals. Yep. So, so that's like more of a marketing aspect, right? Exactly. I'm going there to market myself to be able to touch all 700 instead. It's more or less an interview to be able to get the position. Yep. Vice. And the thing is, do you think I'm going to go there and give away every little bit of information on there? I'm going to go there and drop certain shells to where they need me to elaborate on those certain things that I do. So it's a lot different from when in the beginning where like that is a thought out free product. Right. The ones that get you are when you're at home at seven o'clock on a Friday and someone calls you and goes, I need help. I can't do this. I need you. Yeah. And you go, oh, I know how to do this. I can help him. I got to go help him because that, that, I have to go please him. I, gotta, I just got to make sure yep. he's taken care of so he doesn't have to go through X, Y, and Z because why do that to someone else's family? Yep. But at the same time as why do that to someone else's family, we do that to ourselves exactly. and our family. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a, a double-edged sword. Yeah, so that is a great uh, example there that... You know, when someone calls on, on uh, late at night or on the weekends or something, and it's a habit that we've built on accident and that a lot of new business owners do. It's that, but I also think it's part of the military in us to where 
my call, my phone was 24-7. Right. If, if I had a call at 3 o'clock so in the morning, I was getting up and I was running to them, making sure that they were taken care of. If I had to be at the barracks and I had to drive 30 minutes, I got up and drove. Yep. Um, it's breaking that internal habit because that's all it is is it's like it's that's what yeah it's a bad habit it's a really bad accidentally built um which in the profession that we were in it was really good it what it's what made us good leaders Mm -hmm. but on the outside our goal is not to lead everybody the only people we need to lead are our families on the outside that's a that that's well and employees if we have but like i understand what you're saying that's a that's a really good uh point to make especially for those of you that are you know, whoever's listening that's been transitioned out of the military or is working on transitioning out of the military, that is something that is hard to break if you actually cared about If you were Marines. a good leader in the, in the military, no matter what branch you were in, it's a hard habit to break because you're so used to giving your time and dedicating yourself to someone else. Other people. To yeah. making sure their growth is there. When you transition out, you have to take all that energy and put it into yourself, vice trying to put it elsewhere and it's really hard to turn that switch off yeah because in the military you are uh there's there's no option you are put in charge of people regardless of what you want so yeah you hit the rank you you are getting the responsibility where you know when we transition out we still felt like we should be helping people and should be in charge of people not in charge of people but helping you know i i still tell my guys right now that just because of the type of leader that I am, th- very thankful for the military for that, you are not coming to work for me as a job. You're coming to work to me as a business owner. I'm going to develop you as an individual and as a business owner because there's no way you can progress business if you don't progress in your personal life. There's yeah. no way your income is going to match where you want to be if you can't wake up at 3. And I'm not saying at 3, but if you can't wake if you up don't at have the 8 o'clock. I understand, yeah. Like, you're not going to expect to make six figures a year, right? Yeah, and so that you know that's a different topic is yeah. leadership specifically. Um, so, and and I do the same thing with my employees. Like I try to help them in every aspect of life, uh, regardless of whether or not they ask. Which, along with people pleasing, has been an issue because yeah. you know we go out of our way to try and offer help to people. And come up with all these things for them that they don't actually... They don't want. want. No. We are trying to force them to get better when they don't actually want to take the steps to I wouldn't get say better. force, but we're, we want them. We want to see them get better, but they don't want I to will change say, it. All. I will say force because in my line, if you, after a month, are not up to a certain level, because of the personal development that I believe is required in my industry with personal finance... If you cannot develop yourself and get to a certain point within a month, you're going to be a bad seed. Okay. So I typically get rid of people after a month because you know if someone's going to be good for clients in a month or not because right. their personality shine. Yep. I'm not going to sit there and try to help someone who is a scammer. That's not going to happen. Yeah. They're going to get kicked out. Exactly. Yeah. So... I, you know, I, I'm not forcing anybody, but I have found myself time and time again offering all of this and going out of my way to, to create things for people that, again, just do not care. That is huge. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but this August, I had five individuals that I brought on on this core team. Um, and they were supposed to run a whole agency, just those five. I spent, 
I would say 72 hours straight, just creating an entire system, all spreadsheets to track every single activity, track every single day. I gave them each a certain amount of time every single day for all five of them, 30 minutes block to coach them every single day. Yep. Every single one said they wanted to do better, but the one thing I lacked to do was to ask them how and what fits your schedule. So I just went and built out something huge that I thought would be amazing for them and then expected them to use it when it didn't fit them at all. It just fit what was in my head. Not not only that, but they like some people do want to do better, but they don't want to put in the effort that you and I want to put in to be better. Yes. So... That is, that's another thing that I've learned um, to ask ahead of time, you know, is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here, I've got the resources, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out of my way to help you unless you prove that you want, you know, you want help and, and I'll give you the tools that you need, but you have to come to me and say, you know, I, I want help in this area and this area and this is what I'm willing to do. This is how much time I've got to put towards it, and then you know I'll help them. Because in the past, like you said, I go out of my way, build all this stuff out, which goes hand in hand with people pleasing. Because I thought, you know, honestly, I guess it was just pleasing me, but I thought it would please them. Yeah, and th- that's and what I came return, down to is spend all this wasted time. The the level of expert, not not level of expertise, the level of detail that you and I put into things over exceed what most people do on their. Extremely detailed stuff. I would I would say that is something that I've noticed. Uh, you know, especially honestly, when we got into the Marine Corps, yeah, it's just what we expect is a lot higher. So what I have noticed is whenever I make something for someone, it's always more difficult and more advanced for the individual I give it to because they're expecting it to be basic. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've done is. I've taken a very comp like in my field. I've taken a very complex, you know, um, situation and made it simple. But for all the um, individuals that come in now, I don't I don't break from the line. It's this is what it is. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to hit X, Y, and Z, you don't have to work with me because this is a certain standard. In the sense of forcing, I force them to hit that standard. If they don't hit that standard. I'm not going to sit there and waste my time and try to people please anymore. Right. So you're not actually forcing them though, because you're not spending the time anymore. No, and that's with the them policies and procedures in place to make yeah. sure X is the standard at all times. If X is not there, it's gone. But our X is a lot harder than most people's hard. Yeah. So is but, the issue right? So, but you're not forcing them. You're giving them the tools, and you're saying, you know, this is what you need to accomplish. But you're yeah. not sitting there with them every day saying, uh, you need to, are you up yet? You need oh, to be up. You know yeah, what I mean? No, 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 no. And the thing is, if that is where you need to be at as an adult outside of the military, mm-hmm. you've got a lot more bigger things to be thinking about than running a business. I'm just being honest. No, you, you need to worry about a lot more personal development. You need to worry about just making sure you can sustain a nine to five job before you can think about being more developed right right and uh but that's exactly what you just you need to start on yourself you know you know what i mean yes. and i i made a post uh what was it yesterday or something about a um a meal prep right i just i just posted mm-hmm. that i meal prep for the week and it wasn't the reason i bring that up 
is to to develop good personal habits first, right? Yeah. So if you focus on yourself and building just one habit at a time, instead of in the past, what I what I've done is is uh, you know I'll be acting like garbage, right? I'll, I'll be scrolling, watching TV all try night, trying to change everything at once. Yeah, and then I say, you know what? Monday morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be superhuman. And I would, I would do that for about a day, maybe two days. And then half of that would fall off. I'd stick to some of it. The only thing that I would ever stick to really was like going to the gym and my meal prep. And even the gym wasn't full on, you know, I'd go just to say that I went, but I wouldn't do much there. And my meal prep would be, you know, I I would eat chicken and rice or I'd make it all. And then, you know, I wouldn't cheat. You know, I wouldn't necessarily go out and eat a bunch of garbage. But I'd be like, I don't really want to eat plain chicken and rice, so I'm just not going to eat. No, I wouldn't even do that. I just wouldn't eat. So it was it was a waste. And then you know, two months maybe down the road, uh, here I am back scrolling on the couch, and then everything fell apart. So the post that I made was to start simple. So now, like I don't, I used to weigh out all my food. I used to, um, you know, make sure that I I had proper timing and a proper amount of meals every day and and this many calories, this many macros, all of that stuff I would try to line up perfectly. Um, But it's, it was just too much, not too much, but it, it, I wasn't as interested in that as I am interested in making sure that I am not going to the gas station and picking up, uh, you know, breakfast sandwich (laughs) in the morning. And so all I do now is I just make sure that I prep uh, my lunches so that i i'm eating lunch because that's that's a habit in itself that i need to build so that's i i think you just revealed one of the biggest hacks is um i know when you and i always talk about our schedules going back and forth like how we plan them out you as a business owner can have the most perfect schedule put in place to try to rule your day yep if you don't prep the day prior, that schedule doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And I've heavily found that even going like the gym, the difference between showing up at the right time and hmm. showing up five minutes late is simply, did I have my gym clothes prepped the morning before? Because if I wake up and typically what I do is I wake up and I start looking at all my work emails coming yeah. through. I want to just get the 35 notifications that I had overnight when I have fell asleep for five hours yeah uh phone's blown up okay let me take care of this if i go too long on that and i'm not prepared Mm -hmm. i'm now delayed yes and that little delayed when you're trying to get better and you're trying to move forward that little delay gets in your head and it makes you think like you're terrible because you didn't stay on schedule right and now you're trying to find buffer time trying to throw in stuff and it's just a terrible uh, of chain of events after that first one's missed because yeah. of no prep. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, you can miss events if that's, you know, depending on how you structure your day, but man, that, that preparation the night before or even the day prior, like we, we wake up, uh, we get back from the gym before 4.30. Mm-hmm. The days we don't do podcasts, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we literally have almost four hours before the day starts. Yeah, yeah. I prep everything, my food, the clothes, exactly. everything. So I'm just waiting for the day to happen instead of waiting for, you know, instead of the day happening to me, 
I'm waiting for the events of the day to happen. Yes. And so to bring that back to the original topic, which yeah, is, sorry. you know, people pleasing, uh, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with time management because when you are constantly telling people that you'll do things for them and promising them things, it, it messes up your schedule and then you're not accomplishing the tasks that are required to produce income, right? And and that, that's why I was trying to loop it all back it, around yeah, to yeah. is with people pleasing, with the schedule, you're going to get upset that you can't accomplish your own goals, which is going to then look at your schedule and go, I needed to produce income from, you know, six to nine. Mm-hmm. And I was helping out someone from six to eight and I only had an hour of income producing activities. Yep. And for some reason I didn't make a sale during that time. Now, what now? Now yeah. you just put yourself in a worse position because you tried to help someone Exactly. When you should have been helping yourself. Which, again, is, is tough when you're first starting out because uh, you want to get your name out there. You want people to know that you're, you're capable of doing these things. But what used to happen to me is I would you know, tell my clients and my customers that I am able to help them. And I would go out of my way without charging so all that did, you know, they would be ecstatic when I was done. You know, they'd have the best bathroom in the, in the county. And so they would tell everybody. But along with that, they would say, hey, he's super cheap. You know, he's going to take care of all this for you for next to nothing. So now all of the recommended work that I was getting, what, you know, none of them were willing to pay. It was all these people who were super cheap. It took me a long time to fix that. And that's why we wanted to bring this up because you can get stuck in a rut and feel like you're not making it anywhere, even though you're producing all this great work for anybody. Yes. So it's it's imperative and important that you learn how to say no early on so that you don't end up like we did with all these mistakes. And it's crazy. I always thought saying no in the beginning would turn people away from me and I'd lose a lot of business. And what I've come to realize is the more I say no, ironically enough, the more people are asking. Because my time's limited. Right. And so, like, the more I say no, not only saying no, but if uh, if somebody asks me for something and I, I just give them a price, you know, right away. And it's... You know what I do for a living. It's almost... To, to me now, it's almost like you're insulting me if I don't give a price. Yeah. Like, you already know coming to me, you should have said the simple words, hey, I'm looking for help for uh, IUL training. If you come to an individual who is a mentor and a business owner, an agency owner, you're, you can't expect to get that for free. Right. And, and so what I do now is somebody asks me for something. Uh, I don't do this every time, but I, I, most of the time, if somebody asks me for something, I give them a price. And I found that, A, if, if they were wanting it for free, then guess what? I don't hear from them again, and I'm not bothered by that. And it's okay because that's not the type of individual I want around. Right, but the ones that, I, that ask for something and I give them a price and they you know, say, hey, that's great, um, you know, let's move forward or whatever, even if it's something stupid. Like I charge for consulting now, which is something I've never done in the past because I didn't think you could in my space. But now, you can. now I understand that you can, so I charge for that. And I find out that, guess what? I get more work in return because that person that says yes to that will recommend me to other people now who are expecting to pay money. So that's the key. And it's what I always like to tell uh, my agents. It's 
You get to pick your clientele. You pick your clientele. If you pick a high-end clientele individual, the referrals that you're going to get are other high-end individuals. If you sell a policy and you say, hey, let's get you started for 50 bucks a month, you're going to go get some more 50 bucks a month policies. It's that simple. It is and it isn't. That is true. You, know, you, you, you have that you one connection that you might, have, you might have a $50 and they're like, okay, hey, my uncle's a millionaire. Yes, but what I was getting to say okay. was if you're picking that route and you want just high-end, then you have to make sure you're producing high-end work. Oh, I agree in, with in that. In whatever 100%. realm you're in, if you say, oh, I'm going to go for the million-dollar customers. And Your then work you, needs you to pr- be a million dollars. You produce $1,000 worth of work, uh, there's an issue. I agree, but I, and I, I know for us it's a little different because the quality of work that we put out is the million-dollar product. It, Every it, time it 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 takes a while to get there because like even today like I have an estimate um, or I have a, a templates that I use for selling jobs that I think are great but every week or so I look you at them and I go ooh I can make this better right so it never yes never stops uh, and at the beginning it certainly wasn't but it was better than the guys that I was competing against which. At the time, were also cheap, you know, just like I was. So as long as I was, you know, slightly better, I would get the work. Didn't matter because I wasn't making any money. But that's a, that's a different topic. <laughs> but but that's that's all I wanted to say to your point was, um, and, and like you know, as we were talking about pricing things out instead of just saying yes and 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 not charging for work because it hurts your. It hurts your production. It hurts your ability to provide for whoever you're trying to provide for, whether it be your family or if you're, um, you know, you're trying to make an impact in some other sense. Uh, yeah, whoever you're, you, whoever you're trying to produce that why for, like whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're stuck in in the uh, in the people pleasing is what we'll call it in the people pleasing cycle, where you're just simply saying yes. And producing all this work, going out of your way, working extra long hours, working weekends and nights because uh, you you want to make sure that that person is pleased with whatever it is that you're providing them. Uh, you need to you need to stop, you know, finish up what you're working on. And then the next person that asks for that, make the change and say no, because and you, you all it's going to do be, is help you. You can literally... I don't have time at this time. Is it possible I can get back with you in two, three weeks? Like, you don't have to be, like, most people think, when you tell no to someone, you don't have to be rude about it. It's yeah. very simple. If you're a business owner, someone is going to assume you're busy. That's it. Just out of assumption. So why not play into the role you already have? Yeah, so that, you know, again, when, we, when I first started, got in the cycle, people knew that I was busy. But they also, you know, because I would jump out of my way and say, you know what, yeah, I got time Saturday night. I can do it. They would say to other clients, you know, people they were recommending me to, hey, you can get to it right away. So I thought I had to maintain that and keep that up. It's just not true. Do not be afraid to, to step away from that because it is, it is a bad It's going to hurt more than it helps. It's going to hurt not only your, your business, your, your personal life, your family life, and then your mental health too, because you're running around in circles thinking that you're accomplishing things and realizing that nothing's happening and you're just, you got no free time. So you have no time to, to relax. You have no time to, to wind down and, and, and reflect true. on what's going on. And it's, it's just not sustainable. So, you know, 
the, the main points and key points to take away are learn to say no, which again, I'm still working on. We're not perfect. I still make these mistakes, guys. I'm just, every time I do make the mistake, I, I make sure that I learn from it and say, okay, you know what? I'm, I, I messed up. I slipped up again because it's, it's none of the same stuff that I used to say yes to. But now it'll be, you know, my neighbor needs help with something. So I go spend a whole Saturday when I thought it would take an hour. But I like to talk. They like to talk. They're my neighbor. I want to be on good terms with them. Uh, so, it, you know, things, it just gets out of hand. Uh, so, again, I still make these mistakes. They slip through the cracks. But I, I do my best to learn from that and, and, and correct it on the next time around. So that and then time management it goes hand in hand so if you do you know it doesn't mean you can't help people okay you just can't help everybody and don't try to help everybody but if somebody does need help by all means the first thing you should do is take out your schedule if your schedule isn't planned out for a week at least and and that's the thing is every single day when someone comes to me and they go like i had this yesterday at 10 o'clock like he hit me up and he goes, tomorrow morning, can we do training? Yeah. I'm sorry, the time's not there. Yeah. Like, look at our schedules. Let's do it next week. Make it simple. That's it. Instead it's of harder. Instead of shifting your whole schedule back and messing up what you've got planned already, that is income-producing activity, or at least it should be, uh, just look at your schedule and say, like I do now, I say, hey, I've got appointments. i got time to schedule appointments with clients from two to, or from 12 to 3 p.m. on Thursdays and uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So if you're trying to meet outside of that, it just won't work for me. I'm sorry. I've yeah. got to wait until those times. So that's hopefully, you know, some of you found that helpful. But that's mainly what we wanted to talk about today because, again, we're still fighting those issues. But uh, we've learned a lot from them and, uh, you know, hopefully... Well, we're running out of time, so we'll go ahead and close this one out.